Hey, guess what? What? It's podcast time. Yay! Hey, Kim. Hey, Louisa. Hey, everyone else who's out there listening to us. Welcome to Friday Night Nudes. Yeah, second episode. Thanks, y'all, for listening to the first episode. And if you didn't, pause here, hop back, listen to episode one, and then you'll understand all about Kim and I and who we are. Yeah. We told our origin story. It was riveting. What are we going to talk about today? Today, Kim, we are going to talk about taking care of ourselves. Mm. What does that mean? What does that mean? Kim and I are both successful business women. Local mogul. Local mogul. That is Kim's tagline. (laughs) (laughs) When Kim got her fancy new Mazda, I bought her a a license plate frame. Yeah. And I almost put local mogul on it, but I held back. (laughs) I didn't know. But anyway, um, so yeah, Kim's Kim's tagline is uh, local mogul. You have it sewn on a jacket? I do have it sewn on a jacket. It's pretty baller. So we're going to talk about taking care of ourselves and what that looks like for each of us. We're both really busy, right? Man, I'm embarrassed to say that because it's such a terrible word. But yes. There is that currency of being busy, right? Yeah, it's so gross. It is gross. It's it's easy to fall into, though, don't you think? God, yes. Especially when you're expected to be busy all the time. It's or so glamorized. It's so glamorized. I can't do this. I'm so busy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't possibly X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I'm too busy. God. I recently, I have a whiteboard in my office mm-hmm. where I have my tasks for the day. And I recently had a friend come over. And she had not seen that board. And as she was, she had been staring at it the whole time. And as she was leaving, she said, is that how much you have to do a day every day? And I remember, (laughs) this is so gross. I remember beaming with pride, like my body filled up with gold light. And I said, yes. (laughs) And I was so like my shoulder, like I just got taller. And then about a month later, it hit me. Oh, God, that was no, like that was that was wrong. That was a bad feeling. I was so prideful of someone acknowledging that I had an unsustainable work life balance. I know because it's but it's that thing you're supposed to achieve. I know. Right? I know. I was like, yeah, no, I'm this busy. Hi. Like, and thus, that's my and that's my worth. Yes. Oh, 100 percent. I know. I feel I feel a sick sense of pride when I flip back through my planner because I keep a paper planner. Same. We have the same planner. We have the same planner. (laughs) (laughs) And they're both monogrammed. Yes, they are. So we can tell them apart when we hang out together and we (laughs) plan together. Oh, my God. I know we're such nerds. Yeah, I flip back through my planner and I I look at all the things I've done. I'm like, I'm amazing. Oh, my God. Look at all these things I achieved. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, there are, I put double ticks after all of yeah, my achievements. Do. And I underline the big ones in neon pink. Yep. It makes me feel amazing. Yeah, I'm aware of your system. Uh, I know. <laughs> You've been deep in my planning. I have. It is really difficult to be to successful yeah. and not burn out. Not burn out, not glorify busyness. Yeah. It's hard to find the line and the balance. Mm-hmm. It is. Kim and I, so Kim and I last week went to hear Jen Gotch speak. Jen Gotch. For all of those who don't know who Jen Gotch is. Get your life right. Get it together. (laughs) Jen Gotch is the founder of Bando. Yep. Creative. What is her? She's not CEO. She's CCO, Chief Creative Officer. Which is the most delicious title I've ever heard in my life. Best title. And so her business was founded on this 
like idea of aspiration, aspirational, being aspirational within your peer group and making beautiful things for people who would buy them. Yeah. Fun, aspirational, fun, cute, very L.A., super L.A., but it's great stuff. I've bought so much Bando since that company's been around so much. Put stickers on all my shit. The sticker life is real. (laughs) It's for real. Oh my god, imagine a bumper sticker instead of salt life. Sticker life. Sticker life. I would oh totally god. put that on my someone make a Yeah, get on that somebody. <laughs> so anyway, listening to Jen Gotch, it stirred up a bunch of shit. Man, I mean, it really did. She had some amazing ideas and one of the things that really rang true to me was when your work is your passion. Yeah. And making your passion your work and how exhausting that can be when you are investing all of your emotion in what you do. Yeah. Owning my own business technically. Yeah. With painting and yeah. creating art. I find myself feeling like I need to do all these things and and paint all the time and and really invest. Stay busy. Gotta stay busy. Gotta put that hashtag whip on the gram. Yeah, no kidding. Work in progress. Bitches. <laughs> and... But one thing that that Jen talked about was, um, I think Jen talked about it, or maybe we just talked about it afterwards, about taking time to celebrate wins. No, she did talk about that. She did talk about this. Okay, it wasn't just our genius idea. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out, no. Turns out other people have these thoughts too. Taking time to celebrate wins, but also mourning losses and recognizing when those things are happening. I feel like there's so much pressure to just take everything and stress. Well, this happened. Great. What's the next thing? Great. What's the next thing? And it just keeps coming and keeps coming. And I'm terrible at that. I don't celebrate shit. Like the greatest thing can happen to me. And I put on like a suit of armor and just deflect any kind of compliments or support. Oh, my God. Trying to get you to take a compliment is the hardest, hardest thing I have to do in our friendship. Fuck you. I'm busy. Don't compliment me. I got stuff to do. And but it's it's so gross. It serves me well, but it's it's such a dysfunction. So I don't celebrate any kind of success at all. Not even personally. I don't even like in my office just like twerk for a minute. I don't know what it is. And that's for my therapist unpack. But I also don't really mourn. Mm-hmm. And a thing happened recently that wasn't fine, but a huge, I own a business and a huge contract ended and we didn't renew and it was amicable and it was fine. But I just kind of took on this persona and started saying these talk points of like no it's for the best I'm fine and there was all this stuff I wanted and I didn't have space for it and this is this is great this is what I was asking for and then like two weeks later I kind of sunk a little bit and I was a little sad well you'd invested so much time oh my god in that so much time in that contract and in that relationship and even though it ended you achieved so much right it's still hard for me to take that compliment oh my god Can you see me visibly? Oh, my God. She's shrinking. (laughs) For all of those who cannot see what's happening right now, Kim is shrinking away from me (laughs) and diverting her eyes. She's not staring into my eyes. You should be a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Let me talk you through this. Yeah. Invested a lot. Mm -hmm. It was a success. It was a success. And just because it ended doesn't mean it oh, no. wasn't a success. No. But it was all I was also allowed to be sad and to miss that work, but I didn't I just didn't know how to occupy that space. I think it's hard because I feel like I should just take everything in stride. Yes, one hundred percent. Life is just this series of 
peaks that I'm supposed to summit. Just like, okay, cool. Great. I climbed that. Now I've got to climb something else. Oh, my God. And climb it again and climb it again. Also, the way you're supposed to frame business experiences for content now. Like you... What does that mean? Tell me what that means. I'm a woman who owns a business. Yes. So there's... There's a very prescribed way I'm supposed to communicate vulnerability, success, and failure. Maybe it's always supposed to have a positive spin, or it always has to be in a package. I can't just say, like, I think I'm sad that I don't have that client anymore. I don't know. Like, publish. Yeah. It's just, there's a lot of, pressure isn't the right word. There's just, it's so normalized now <laughs> to share everything and to frame it as educational. It's exhausting. Or, Here's what I learned so you can learn. Right. It's, it's exhausting. It's fucking exhausting. So how do you take care of yourself, Kim? Oh, my God. Well, how, how did you learn to take care of yourself and how do you take care of yourself? I um, I am privileged to have enough money to pay for a lot of therapy. And I say a lot because I, I don't just have one kind of therapy. Um, I don't currently have health insurance. So I pay out of pocket. Therapy is expensive. And I just want to make a point of... I can do this, and a lot of people can't. Right. Uh, therapy is is real self-care. I need it. It's real helpful for me. I just I need someone to mirror back what I'm saying mm-hmm. and just kind of show me what I don't, what I can't see. Therapy, number one, self-care. Nice. Um, recently, because my workload has shifted, I've needed a lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. Turns out, burning it both ends probably for a year and I knew I was tired and I knew I was either burnout or almost burnout. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I could not do my job anymore. What used to take maybe 30 minutes was taking like 90 minutes. Good I just, Lord. I couldn't click in and I can now look back and see, oh, I was, there was zero work-life balance because I was real busy. I was real successful. And you get like a high of like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm important now. Gotta keep this going. And that high is probably also the adrenaline from being fucking exhausted it, all the time. 100%. 100%. So I've been sleeping, been reading. I like to write. Mm-hmm. I have a blog I've had for 11, 12 years. Mm-hmm. I take all these writing classes. That's a good outlet. So I've just been, I've been taking a lot of naps. I've been sleeping like nine hours a night. Oh my God. Kim and I went to Ikea last <laughs> week. <laughs> and... I tried to convince her to buy a chaise. Chaise? Chaise. Please call it chaise. Oh, my God. How do you pronounce <laughs> that? Someone help. Chaise. Chaise. I tried to chase. get... I tried it's to not get, right It's not right. I tried to get Kim to even consider buying <laughs> a lady of leisure sofa that she can drape herself across when she needs a nap. It, it would be a sound purchase. <laughs> it is expensive. Worth it. Yeah. Especially if you're more yeah. nap inclined at this point in your yeah. life. I'm not great at self-care. I'm not. I've been told, <laughs> I've been told in a comic way by my therapist, I am a never, I'm never in danger of overdoing it on self-care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like the phrase self-care. I don't, I hate it. It makes me want to die. Self-care, body positivity, <laughs> throw them away. I know. Throw them away. They don't, <laughs> they don't, they, they, are don't necessary mean, they don't mean things. what they're supposed to mean anymore. They are necessary things that have been like boiled down into a hyphenated oh word pairing marketing campaign i know right let's put a hashtag in front of it i mean for real it's real so i was feeling a little bit the same recently and my work sort of ramps up 
in the winter. I have a lot of things on the horizon that mm-hmm. I never do. So I uh, just on a whim decided to take a week off of work, which yeah. is the most luxurious thing. I recognize that, that I have the resources, i.e. <laughs> very deep bank of paid time off days at work. <laughs> Not many other resources, but and so I took a week off of work to have a staycation. It's so unlike you to do that. I was so it surprised felt, when you told me you did. Uh, really? Yeah. It felt like I was wasting my busyness currency. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. Yes. Like I was just putting my busyness <laughs> currency in the shredder and then throwing it out the window or something. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, but it was great. I, as you know, uh, terrible at not being busy. <laughs> So I filled my staycation with lots of stuff, all of which I enjoyed thoroughly. But I was like, oh, my God, well, I've got to move from this staycation activity to this staycation activity. Yeah. Um, a lot of scheduled self-care. A lot of scheduled self-care. But it was it was really great. And I really I did some things for the first time. What did you do for the first time? I went to a play reading for the first time. Have you, ever, you told me that. Have you I ever forgot. been to one of those no. before? Neither did I. I. I am much more connected with the visual arts. Yeah. Any sort of performing art, I appreciate for the craft, but sometimes it makes me nervous. Okay. Interpretive dance in particular. Man, I love any kind of dance. Do you really? Yes. Fascinated. God, this is so interesting. We are learning so much about each other. And this is only episode two of this podcast. So you think you can interpretive dance? I would watch that. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of it, except <laughs> I'd need to have some sort of emotional snack next to me. Maybe yeah. a lot of cheese. Oh, yeah. A lot of cheese. I would have to eat that while I watch. So you think you could interpretive dance. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went to this play reading for the first time, and it I know the playwright, and she invited Ooh. me. And it was in the basement of the Dark Horse Theater over oh, on yeah. Charlotte. And we they read through we read through haha <laughs> they read through the play and sort of acted it but didn't really act the okay. whole thing but they were all seated in a row in front of the audience and read through all of weird. the parts it was so weird and cool and then afterwards there was a a Q&A session with mm-hmm. the playwright about things that she had emphasized and, yeah. oh it was so interesting hmm. okay but then I had to run off and do something else afterwards. I can't remember where I was <laughs> More going. More self-care. Yeah, emergency self-care. Got to sprint to my next self-care <laughs> item. So that was really great. I really enjoyed that. And I went to the movie theater a lot. Oh, that's oh, right. I did, I did have another first. I, with my uh, lovely friend Kevin, we had breakfast <laughs> in the morning. That's right. And then we had to finish our conversation, so we had ice cream in the evening it's such a great idea it was so wonderful because i had some (laughs) other things that cropped up during the day and so we got to eat breakfast and start everything we texted during the day and then at the end of the day we went for a walk and ate ice cream do you remember that day i accidentally walked in on you and kevin having breakfast and i didn't know what to do (laughs) neither did i it was compartmentalization i was like i don't know what to do when i see my friend with another friend I just like wait. I don't. I didn't even talk. I just waved and like weeble wobbled by sideways. By. I'm so stupid. Wait, you did say something. I didn't came you? back. Like I ordered and then I came back and then I talked because I realized I, it was so stupid. <laughs> but you like definitely gave me visual notice that we were in the yeah. same place at the same time. Also, this was like last month. Like this. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like at the beginning of our no, friendship. No, no. It, was, it was like four quite, weeks ago. Quite recent. <laughs> 
I have I've had that several times in that location, but oh you know, you can't help it there. It's a high traffic area. Well, you were in business clothes. Like it was a work day too, and I was just like, I don't know what this is. I was in my serious businesswoman you were. clothes. I was like, she could be having a meeting. I'm just gonna I'm gonna give her a look and I'm gonna weeble wobble on by. Usually I don't have <laughs> meetings where there's a lot of cream cheese involved because <laughs> I wound up wearing an awful lot of it or lots of seeds. Oh, yeah. I like extra seeds in my bagel. Yeah. And they wind up being extra seeds in my teeth. So, yes, you know. So anyway, it was a great week. I feel refreshed in a lot of ways. Yeah. I also feel really fucking tired in a lot of other <laughs> ways. Yeah, I do too. That was great. Okay. I highly recommend a staycation. Yeah. If you can float it. If you get that bank of PTO. Yeah, or even if you don't, no, you need to have the PTO. It helps a lot. Yeah. Do you think it's time for a break? I think it's time for a break. Okay, we'll take a break. All right. BRB. BRB. We're back. Hello, little nudists. Oh, oh. I'm introducing it. For all of those who listen to this podcast, your group, you are now a nudist. N-O-O-D-I-S-T. Yes. It's a real important distinction. Absolutely. So hello, little nudists. We are back. What? You don't like- no, I just, I, I appreciate the courage of making a vocabulary word. Just like making a word, putting it out there. I put it out there. It's great. It's just like Beyonce. <laughs> so there is a shared self-care uh, ritual that you and I both do. Yeah. And it is painting our nails. Painting our fingernails. These my nails. So, Kim, you have a hashtag for it. I do. These my nails. I paint my nails every weekend, usually Sunday morning. Really? I didn't yeah. know there was a dedicated these my nails yeah. time. Okay. Yes. Yes, there is. I will fire up the old Netflix. <laughs> what have you been watching on Netflix recently? Oh, my God. I just watched the Quincy documentary. Who? I'm sorry. <laughs> Quincy Jones. Oh, that Quincy. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like John Quincy Adams. Because <laughs> I know I, I you're mean, really interested in founding fathers and otherwise. So. Uh, LOL. No. <laughs> okay, fine. No. It's it's great. So the trick with finding a thing to watch is it needs to be long enough for the nails I do a lot of nail art, so there's a lot of layers. Okay. So it's not just like base coat. Top coat. Col- yeah. Like, and then you just let them dry for 30 Wait, minutes. Wait, so a base coat and then color and then top coat. Yeah. What's, okay. I need to learn more about this because I'm sort of a novice yeah. in the these my nails I'm not a category. Novice. Carry on. Tell us more. So I do a lot of nail art, which just means there's more layers, so there's more dry time. Like a lot of times... A color needs to dry so that I can put art on top of it. And then the okay. art needs to dry because I usually have three arts. <laughs> so it's three like three levels of art. Yeah. Like I do. I do right now. What are those? Okay. What nails polished? are those? What's the title? Because you have a title for each one of them. Oh, these my no one in my house has ringworm nails. Oh, yeah. Congratulations about yeah. that. I forgot to tell you. Thanks. I was thinking maybe I should get you a trophy, but I didn't know what to put on top of it. Hmm. Like a ringworm? God, there you can probably make a ringworm trophy. Ew. FYI, that's from a kitten. That's not from like <laughs> my house. So the trick with finding something on Netflix that's at least 90 minutes long, but sometimes you need like 
two hours. Mm-hmm. I I need mine to really dry because I'm usually drinking coffee and I won't eat until this is all done and then I'm starving. So I need them to be dry enough for me to make breakfast. Yeah, you can't do anything with wet no. meals. And I don't want to mess with the remote, which is usually why I pick a movie. So I don't have to like keep messing with the menu or like clicking mm-hmm. through. I really like that shade of pumpkin spice you've got on the Thank you. These my no ringworm nails. OPI. Oh, is it? It is. Do you know what it's called? Nope. That would be the ultimate job is to be a nail polish namer. It, I would I would love it. OPI. Get at me. Yeah. Except I don't buy a lot of OPI. But shh, they do have the OPI does need to know that. Slide into Kim's DMs. Okay. These my nails. What have been your favorite these my nails? Oh my god. Oh, I should talk about how I yeah, how do you, it. How do you do it? Like, how do you determine what you're going to paint? Oh, my God. What this is the paint? more like, interesting what part. What is your motivation? Okay. I follow a lot of nail accounts on Instagram. Okay. So on Instagram, you can save things to a collection. Mm-hmm. So a, a nail that I like that I think maybe I can recreate. Mm-hmm. It's always really ambitious. <laughs> I save to a nail inspiration board. And then on Sundays, I also have an iPad. So I screenshot it, make it real big on the iPad, and I prop it up like on a cookbook holder. Yeah. And then I copy it. You should have gotten that um, iPad cookbook holder at Ikea this past weekend. I knew there was a reason I wanted that. (laughs) That's what I do. Okay. I copy. And it's 100% Is it plagiarism. It's not plagiarism. I copy... I copy people. Directly inspired by. Yeah. But mine artists. look terrible. Like you can tell. Mm, they do not. One hand is okay, but like the other hand is not okay. Your dominant hand. Yeah. Gotcha. It's just, it's a way to, it's creative. Mm-hmm. Like it uses my creativity in a different, it's not writing, it's not pictures, it's a different thing. It's a nice like recovery exercise for my creativity. Mm-hmm. And meditative too in some God, ways. God, it really is. Right? Yeah. Because you have no choice but to let your nails dry. Well, and it's very soothing. Like mm. you are touching your hands and your... Do you use any sort of like... All the things. Cuticle balm and stuff all... like that? I have... So... I have a... I actually, I have a caboodle. <laughs> no, you don't. I have a layered caboodle. Yes, I do. With all it's... the tools in it? Yeah. And all the polishes. Mm. But it's full, so I'm on a one-in-one-out rule with my polishes now. Oh, my God. That's brutal. I know. The purge. It's it, The caboodle's full. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. So my These My Nails are a little bit different because I've tried – I don't have the patience for the patterning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's aspirational for me. Yeah. Uh, so I I was a nail biter for 20 years. I did not know this. I didn't ever tell you that? No. I ate my fingernails. Not ate them. That I bit my fingernails. I still bite my cuticles. Okay. They're a little rough around the edges. Okay. The nails look way better. Basically, I, I don't know. I think I started in kindergarten. The rigors of academia drove me to... <laughs> cannibalize myself oh my god my mom used to whisper that to me at the dinner table i'd bite my nails and she'd be like cannibal cannibal (gasps) oh my god it only happened a couple of times hilarious right so i bit my nails for forever and they were just like little sad stubs and then the mental health professionals that write that manual the diagnostic dsm yeah what's the full name of that thing don't know i don't remember what the s stands for yeah anyway they reclassified nail biting as an ocd behavior (gasps) and i was like i'm not ocd i'm gonna stop biting my fingernails (laughs) (laughs) so i stopped and that was 2013 maybe wow yeah okay it was it was a long time yeah 
So I've been um, painting my nails. I used to have, you know, when you paint your nails and you start at the cuticle and move towards the tip of your nails with your brush. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my nails were so tiny that I had to paint them sideways because <gasps> they were like little corn kernels. They were so oh. tiny. <laughs> I oh know. My God. It was sad. I'm they were staring stubs, at your hands. Right? But they look normal. They do look normal now, but they were just really pathetic for a long time. I, that's why I don't really wear rings either because I didn't want to attract don't. attention to your little chiclets. To my chiclet nails. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I'm still kind of getting used to taking care of actual human length yeah. fingernails. But they always look good. You have those good Smith and Colt colors. I do. I got some good colors. My current one is Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, my God. Mm, big fan. It looks great. Thank you. So I have currently eight fingernails that are painted Stockholm Syndrome. And I have two that are painted oh, I see. a little sparkle because <laughs> what I do is I do my fingernails and then I don't really wait for them to dry because mm-hmm. I got to go do other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm real busy, right? I've meditated to paint my fingernails. Busy, busy, busy. And I'm a busy bee and I got to go <laughs> do some other stuff. Got to hard so, boil those eggs. Got to hard boil those <laughs> eggs. Oh, this week on my staycation, I dusted my fan blades. Oh, God. It was <laughs> terrifying. That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Something decadent like, I made a fudge brownie pie cake. No, okay. I dusted my fan blades. It was, uh, it needed to happen. And uh, so anyway, I ran off and did something and fucked up these two fingernails. And so oh, I see. took the Stockholm Syndrome off and put on Therapeuter, which is oh, so sparkly. and name. Isn't it a good name? Anyway, that's my, my nails approach. Is, yeah. And also, I tend to do it right before I go to bed. And so, well, rookie mistake. It is not well. <laughs> it's a rookie mistake that I have not learned from because <laughs> I paint them and then I let them dry until I think they're dry and then I nope. go to bed. And they're never I, dry when you think they're dry. No, and then I have sheet print on them. Yep. And I have to do a top coat. So I do them in the morning. I can't do that. I know. Well, well, I did my clear coat this morning in bed. So. Live your life with your sheet nails. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take another break. Sounds great. All right. Bye. Hi. Hi, we're back. <laughs> hey, Kim, it's time for one of our favorite segments. Yeah, things we don't hate. Things we don't hate. What didn't you hate this week? Oh, my God. Hold on to your butts. Oh, I'm holding. Scooters. Scooters? I scooted. No, you didn't. <laughs> you did? 100%. Not oh in town. God. I scooted in a different city. <laughs> Would, you... <laughs> Would you like not be caught dead scooting Never. in Nashville? Never. Oh, my God. Stop. Never going to do it here. Okay, tell me about your scooting experience. Scooted all over downtown Indianapolis. It was fun as hell. It is so fucking fun. I I can't even. It's just like pure joy. <laughs> Didn't you and John scooted together? Scooted together. John went too fast. Um, so I too scooted fast. like half a block behind him. Too fast for you? Just yeah. Too fast. Too fast for me. Okay. I've, Has he scooted before and just not told you about it? I wonder... I wonder. <laughs> but no, there's a throttle. It's just if you've ever ridden like a a bike as yeah, an sure. adult, it's yeah. the same handlebars. Like it's the same handbrake and the same deal. And I liked mine at like a, a mid pace. But John just pedaled to the metal. He just okay. the throttle. It was on or off. So he was full speed. Zero to 60. Zero to 60. It was so much fun. I'm impressed that you were able to like really enjoy that because... Oh. 
I, I really did. A friend recently-ish over the summer bought an electric bicycle oh. and said, do you want to try this? And I said, yeah, sure. And I was not great on the electric bicycle. Hmm. I had to bail into some grass yeah, uh, and stop myself falling with my forehead. So it oh didn't... My God. <laughs> It didn't really go as planned. Yeah. It was, I was, yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. trying a scooter where I'm, I feel more in, like I can. Honestly, I wouldn't ride myself. one here. Why? There's too much traffic. There's and we no don't have the in, infrastructure. They don't have cars in Indianapolis. Not like this. Okay. Also, they have dedicated bike lanes. Oh, that they have protected. To. Yeah, they have protected okay. bike lanes. It's, it was a lot easier in Indianapolis. I would the hell I'd ride one here. I won't even ride my bike here. In town, you won't ride your bike. Hell no. I've thought about buying a bicycle here, and nope, it's too scary. I like nope. my bones in Same. one little skelly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. What's a thing you didn't hate this week? Okay, I didn't hate <laughs> detectorists. I don't know what that is. Okay, I'm totally a latecomer to this television show. Okay. It's on Netflix. Okay, but wait for it. This is a multi-layered situation here. Go for it. The Detectorist is a a sweet, adorable, super serious nerd comedy on Netflix about people who um, do metal detecting out in fields and like look for treasure. They're... They're nerds for treasure and um, oh hell bent, but the, on finding little nuggets of gold and stuff. Yeah. They never really find anything, and it's so sweet because they're all out there. This is their habit, but they are so serious. They have a little society of wow. detectorists, and they all get matching fleece jackets. At one point, it's adorable. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was legit going to ask if they have patches for their jackets. <laughs> oh, like Girl Scout, Boy yeah. Scout patches. Like yeah. I found this thing in yes. the earth. I don't, they hadn't gotten there yet at the end of season two. I think season three has come out. Also, the theme song is just so charming. Worth a listen. Okay. So I love that television show. I watched that a while ago, but when I <laughs> left my house yesterday, the house across the street from my building uh-huh. was sold and has been knocked down. Yeah. It was a strange, did I tell you about the two kitchens thing? Yes. Oh my God. So this house it was originally a duplex, and then the family that bought it bought it as a single-family home and just took the wall down. So when I went online to <laughs> see what the inside of the house looked like, I thought they had a mirrored wall in their kitchen, but yeah. it was just two kitchens Surprise! from a duplex. Two people can do dishes at the same time or whatever. I yeah. don't know. It was so funny. So they tore the house down, and they're going to build something else. Welcome to Nashville. Yeah. And I was leaving my house yesterday to go to spin class, and there was a man detecting. Oh. He had his metal detector out, and he was swooping it over the oh the empty lot, and I just it made me so happy. Oh. And he had his little trowel out and everything, and he was man. looking for buried treasure in the lawn across the street. Not like as a job. Like, he wasn't working. Like, he was just a hobbyist. Yeah, he was definitely a hobbyist. Man. I don't know. I didn't recognize him, so I don't know if it's sort of like a yard sale thing. Yeah. And you just, like, drive around neighborhoods looking for empty lots to detectorist on. I'm interested in this. He was, he was waving his, his wand. and he cause they So it's like a whole set. You have the, the little wand mm-hmm. thing that you wave, and then there's some, I don't know. I've seen him at the beach, but I've never right. seen, like, an urban. And, like, the headphones and yeah. the little trowel for digging. He had all of the accoutrement. Okay. He looked legit. Anyway, I just, it made me really happy to see someone just, yeah. you know, the hope that there is something. <laughs> <laughs> 
worth, oh. you know, digging down into the earth for that something might get turned Man. up. It's really sweet. I just, I really didn't hate that this week. It's, it's really sweet. I know. It was fun. And now I'm like, shit, I better get over there. I've got a spare window screen lying around. I know. All I'm thinking is, I bet I can prime now a metal detector. <laughs> You know, there's like a $40 version. Oh, my God. You're that gonna, I have by 6 p.m. I can't wait to come over <laughs> to your house and your backyard is going to be full of holes. And you'll be like, I found this piece of artisanal chicken wire and I found this old possum bone, possum bone. And I found these old silverware pieces from the Korean restaurant. Oh, my God. Nearby. Yeah. Or whatever. Can't wait. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see what kind of treasure you unearth. <laughs> It's going to be incredible. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for, for joining us on this wild journey. Yeah. Thanks for all the text messages about our first episode. Yeah. We felt like celebrities. We really did. It was really fun. Yay. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Download anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have a minute, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can find us at FridayNightNudes.show and on Instagram at FridayNightNudes. And that's nudes spelled how, Kim? N-O-O-D-S. You can also email us with any questions, comments, or just whatever bullshit you want to send us at FridayNightNudes at gmail.com. The music that you're hearing in the breaks and in the intro is by Upright T-Rex. This podcast is brought to you by We Own This Town. Bye. Bye. We're done! How was it? Okay! <laughs> oh. That's not the reaction. No, it's fine! <laughs> and we're back! No. <laughs> I just my brain went offline. Oh no! <laughs> just Put your brain back gone. online. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who am I? What am I doing here? That is literally what happened. That's literally what happened. Or did it just go like this? The old AOL dial-up. Like it just it, that is what <laughs> it could not connect. Okay.